Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. Your book's journey isn't over after it's been launched. Nope, it's got a whole lifetime ahead of itself. And so while I'm leading you through writing and launching a best-selling book, I'm also showing you how to make that book work for you for the rest of your career and your life. Welcome to Launch Your Book with Anna David. Hi there, you're listening to Launch Your Book with Anna David. I am your host, Anna David. And every week I discuss, I either interview or uh, somebody or answer a question that is related to writing and launching a book that can help build your business and or change your career and life. So today I'm answering the question, what is the difference between a ghostwriter, an editor, and a writing coach? This is something I am asked all the time, and there is a lot of, um, I think, confusion about the difference. So when it is a ghostwriter, to be clear, you are not writing a word. It is all conversations. So a lot of people think, well, a ghostwriter, that's a co-writer. It is not. A co-writer is a co-writer. A ghostwriter is interviewing you, shaping what you say into a book, presenting it to you for you to approve. And usually you are getting the sole byline. And there is nothing that is considered dishonest about this. The assumption for many uh, successful people is that they did have a ghostwriter that they are not crediting. Now, I did this book for Tom Sizemore and um, I was at William Morris at the time. They negotiated this whole thing where my name had to be as big as his on the cover. That amused me at the time because I was like, I don't really care. But it ended up mattering. It mattered a lot that I got my name on the cover rather than usually when somebody goes writes a book, they don't. It is up to the well, for it's slightly up to the person doing the book, but it is also um, it's just part of whatever deal is negotiated. Um, I had Adam Carolla on this podcast and he talked about how he, quote, wrote his book because he would talk to the writer while driving to comedy gigs. And everybody's got a different relationship with it. I don't even think Tom Sizemore read the book that we, quote, wrote together, Uh, whereas some people are going to be very, very meticulous. We ghostwrite books at Launchpad and we have some clients um, that are very involved and want to read pages every week. And we have some clients who just are just have full faith, hands off, and just sort of approve the book at the end. So everybody is different. I would just say it's safe to assume that most celebrity biographies were not written by the celebrity, even if it says otherwise. So an editor, and I have talked in this podcast about um, the different types of editors, but your primary editor is the person who takes your work and makes it publishable. 
Uh, They are digging in. They are moving things around. They are probably possibly asking you questions to help flesh out different sections. Sometimes uh, editing is going to involve writing. They may be rewriting sections. And so uh, get clear up front about um, what they're doing. Editors can be really expensive. I just heard about one that charges $45,000 to edit. I thought I was expensive. Christ almighty. Um, I do know editors that charge more like um, $2,000, and I'm sure you can find editors that are more in the $1,000 range, but you may get what you pay for, although you do not need the $45,000 editor. I'm just telling you. Um, Your editor is there to make you better. And I know from my own experience that it is easy to come to resent your editor. Um, I I was very lucky uh, coming up, as they say, in magazine journalism. And I had uh, editors who just, it was so clear to me that they were making me better. I had one in particular at Details Magazine who just made me sound freaking amazing And I had one experience with one book uh, where the editor was very insistent on changing something that changed the meaning and in a way that did not that made me uncomfortable. And I said, I'm not comfortable with that. And he said, "Um, either do this or we're not publishing your book. And that was a really unfortunate experience. It has it never happened to me in many, many years of being a writer. So 99.9% of the time, your editor is your friend and is there to make you better. Better. Your editor is not credited on the book. Usually people thank their editors at the end of the book. Um, and you need an editor. We all need an editor. Malcolm Gladwell has an editor. Tim Ferriss has an editor. I have an editor. Um it's it, we all have them. We all need them. There's a lot of writing and rewriting we can do on our own. And but a lot needs another person's brains and eyes to make it happen. So, like I said, fighting with your editor is stabbing yourself in the foot. That being said, if your editor is not good, get a new one. I say this all the time, but unlike, say, a doctor, anyone can call him or herself an editor. And so many people come to us with their books that they say are edited that are in horrible shape and they have paid somebody to do it. And then when I when I say, well, what did they edited before? It's sort of like, well, a bunch of best selling books. And then I say, well, what books? And, you know, I, I think that it is I think that it is really, really important to ask questions. Get samples. A lot of editors will do sample edits for you of a few pages of your book. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to be redundant with the episode I did on finding an editor, but but there are, you know, there's a, there's the developmental editor, there's the copy editor, there's the proofreader, and they all do different things. So if so, a ghostwriter is a real collaborator. Um, If you are, say, a celebrity and you have sold your book to a publisher, the publisher may pair you with a ghostwriter. Um, Oftentimes, a celebrity picks who they want beforehand. That's what happened with Sizemore. In fact, I'm the one who got the agent and got it sold. Um, If you're working with a company like Launchpad, we will pair you with one of our ghostwriters. We will figure out who would be the ideal person for you and to do it. Now, an editor is someone 
if you are publishing on your own, you hire that person. If you're with a traditional publisher, one of their editors is working with you. Though a caveat, I will say for my first three books with HarperCollins, I have no evidence that my quote editor ever read my books. I didn't know. Basically, I got my books back and they were the same. And I figured that meant I was a genius. And then I was dating briefly a a writer who was a very big writer who shared the same editor. And I was with him and he got notes back from this editor. And I said, oh, my God. I mean, he really went in there and gave you all these notes and did all of these things. And he said, yeah, that's what he does. And I said, that's not what he does with me. And it hit me like the proverbial lightning bolt that uh, this other person whose book was guaranteed to be a massive bestseller, this editor wanted to, quote, sort of pee all over it, have his, I know that's crass, have his imprint all over it. Whereas with my book, he he didn't really care. And so I know as a result, because a lot of writers experience this with traditional publishing, a lot of writers I know will hire an additional editor in addition to the editor that their publisher assigns them. So, you know, at Launchpad, we do we do all the stuff. This is not an advertisement for Launchpad. We're totally booked, but we do the writing, the editing, the copy editing, the whole thing. Now, a writing coach is someone who is just your cheerleader throughout the process, and every coach has a different method. So when you start working with one, you will establish the role, the role and the boundaries, how often you want to talk, what you need from them. I have, um, I'm actually not, I, I, what I do with writing coaching is I don't really want to do it. So I have what I call a go away price. It's really, really high. And most people say, okay, never. Um, I have one person who said, fine. So I have one client and our process is very, uh, it's very malleable. I am there to provide accountability. I do read pages. Um, that is something to clarify with a coach. We offer coaching at Launchpad. We have Launchpad certified coaches, and they they read and they provide feedback, but they do not do editing. So everybody's got a different way they define these things, but for the most part, a writing coach is not going to do editing. So That was my breakdown of ghostwriting editors and writing coaches. Again, if you would like the show notes for this episode, go to launchpadpub.com slash blog slash difference. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me this week on Launch Your Book with Anna David. For more info about the show, go to launchyourbookpod.com where you can get show notes and so much more. If you got anything out of this episode, I can't tell you how much I would appreciate a review. And don't forget, my company, Launchpad Publishing, is here to help you at any stage in your writing and publishing journey. Just go to launchpadpub.com for more and be sure to tune in next week for next week's episode.